studio in beautiful New Bedford, Massachusetts. Inside the Kilburn Mills. Welcome to the Pop and Sun Sports Show. With your hosts, Lance, Ross, Eric, and of course, Pops. Talking sports, news, sports education, and sports gossip. Featuring Who You Benjamin and The Sports Dish with Lena. guys welcome back to another episode of pop and sun sports show this week this week is a big week for us and um we all know that it's opening opening weekend for the nfl week one when when you hear when you hear that music and you hear that specific tone it only means one thing i love that sound get ready to hear the sound of overgrown men bashing on each other oh yeah so in today today's episode, we have like I said, it's going to be a special episode. Today is strictly one hundred percent dedicated to football only. All we're talking about is football. All we're talking about is what we think is going to happen this season, as far as who's going to go to the Super Bowl, who's going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, the Giants winning the Super Bowl this year. That's my pick. <laughs> of course, you know we got to be out. We're, we're okay. extremely optimistic. Okay, well, we're going to go with this. we're going to just for shits and giggles. We're going to take a sentimental pick. And then we're going to go with what our brain thinks. So the sentimental pick is obviously the New York Giants. My Giants, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so without getting into this weekend's games right away, what are we? What is your real pick? Okay, my real pick, uh, big surprise going out on them. No, 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 no. My real, I, I don't, I don't see anybody catching up to Kansas City. Yeah, I think, I think as much as, as much as. Um, They've actually added. Yeah, they've added. That's right. As much as as hard as it is today in, in the NFL today to repeat when your name is not the uh, New England Patriots, it's. I think it's pretty much obvious that's what's going to happen. I mean, who knows? Injuries can happen. Think something may happen along the lines, but if everything remains the same throughout the season, I I don't see anybody dethroning Kansas City right now. Listen, all things being equal, there's always going to be injuries. He had a little injury last year. He had to miss a game, but yep. if, he, if he had to play, he would have played. Absolutely. Okay. Um, the thing of it is, right? So he's a most quarterbacks. The top quarterbacks today are clo- are either in their prime or, or close to their decline. Correct. They start their decline. But the unique thing about Patrick Mahomes is this is third year. Yeah. Okay. He he's he hasn't tapped yet. He, you know he hasn't completely figured out how to read defenses and how to uh, maneuver the game. I mean, he basically, a lot of this stuff, he's just winging it, you know? you know. So, I mean, I again, I mean, as scary as that sounds, <laughs> the kid's going to get better. It is pretty scary. It is he's pretty scary. He's going to get better. It is pretty scary for the rest of the NFL, you know what I mean? So, he's going to be there, and he'll be there in Kansas City for a while now. It's right now... I think. Oh, they signed him for life, pretty much. Right. I think a lot of the what it has to do with is how long can they keep weapons around him. Well, they got him pretty loaded up. <laughs> that gun is pretty loaded this year. Oh, one hundred percent. But that's what I'm saying. But for the rest of the time, for the rest of his contract, yeah. how long can they keep weapons around him? Uh, you gotta hope. I'm gonna tell you something else. That defense is better this year than it was last year. That's something that nobody's – and obviously, you know, this is a you know, world-class offensive team, so obviously nobody's really thinking about the defense who last year was basically please hold on until the offense gets on the field. Right. 
that defense has gotten significantly better. Right. So, you know, <laughs> and, and you have Andy Reid, you know what I mean, who top-line coach, you know what I mean? That coaching staff is pretty good. Like, again, they're, they're pretty much returning just about the same team and the same coaching staff from last year. And I don't see anybody else that's really caught up to them. Again, like I said, remember, there was times where he didn't have some of his weapons last year, and there was times when he was hurt. And who knows when he actually uh, – did he ever actually get back to 100%? No, I don't think so. So, you know, I mean, so, having you, said that <laughs> – You know, it's funny because you mentioned Andy Reid. And I, I can remember one thing about Andy Reid, and I absolutely hated Andy Reid when he was coaching in Philadelphia. <laughs> absolutely hated him. I had all kinds of names in the book for him. But when he left Philadelphia and then Brent, you know, and did what he was doing, and it, it didn't just start with Mahomes. It, 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 it's going a little bit further back than that. He was changing the system. He was changing the, the, the culture of the Kansas City Chiefs. And his players love him, by the way. Yeah, and he's a well-loved, he's a well-loved coach. And, you know, now that he's over there in Kansas City and doing what he's doing over there in Kansas City, he's finally getting the respect that he should have been getting a long time from even people like myself who shitted on him for a long time while he was with Philadelphia. Well, He's been to the Super Bowl before, you know, just never, you know, yep. always a bridesmaid, never the, you know, never the bride. Yep. Well, this yep. year he got to be the bride. You know? Yeah, he's the, uh, he's the guy. Yeah, and he's I tell guy. you the truth, I think he's set up, that team is set up to win a couple of more times. But again, you know, listen, this is the NFL and nothing is guaranteed. You know what I mean? Even the Patriots look like they should have won more than they did. You know, I mean, you, you go back to those two giants. <laughs> Sorry, I get it. Yeah, that's that. true. You go back to those two. <laughs> nobody thought the Giants were going to win those. You know, so you know, obviously, uh, arguably, you could say the Patriots were going to win eight out of nine, and then what would you have said? So, you know, it's a fickle thing in the NFL. You never know. Sometimes well, it's football gods. But Bill, Bill always gets the nod for active coaches. Bill's always going to get the nod. Yeah, well, over anybody else, he's got the uh, hardware to. You know. Yeah, he's got the, uh, the 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 ring coverage to and prove not it. Not to mention that he's taken his team to the nine times. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> to the big dance. You know, I mean, and you, and to be honest with you, to be really honest with you, and this this may seem like a long shot, but I don't see it as being a long shot to happen again this year. Me neither. I don't see it as a long shot because now you have a Super Bowl quarterback playing for you, and you also have. You still have your own mind. Never mind that, oh, well, they, they, they don't have the weapons there. Tom Brady's not there. You have a Super Bowl-quality MVP-caliber quarterback still there. They're going to see different things. And it, more importantly, you Patriot fans, you have a guy who ain't scared. You have a guy yeah. that's not having nightmares at night and, and losing sleep because he has to step into Tom Brady's shoes. You have a guy who was an MVP and took his team to the Super Bowl on his back, basically, with other than uh, his tight end. Right. Who was actually hurt in that run, wasn't he? Right, yeah. Olsen was, he didn't Olsen was hurt, yeah. So, I mean, you know, with Devin Funches, okay, yeah, you guys, yeah, go, yeah, go Google him, okay? <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean that way. The guy was a pretty good player and he played well. But... He, uh, the guy that you have now is not one dimensional. Josh McDaniels, I think Josh McDaniels is genius is going to come through. Right. And to me, that's the biggest and, thing and right Coach there. Belichick's genius is going to come me, To me, that's the biggest thing right there because now Josh McDaniels has a mobile quarterback. Oh, he can open it up now. That he can, the fact that there's no weapons, no wide receiver, no real wide receiver weapons for, for, for New England, I don't think that's going to affect them. 
You still have Sony Michelle in the backfield. He added another running back. You added another. Oh, you added a, a power, power a power back <laughs> that can throw the ball. And now, if you want to get real tricky with it, you can bring in Brian Hoyer and swing out Cam Newton in a trick play and put him out, put him out wide. Yep. There's so many options there now that it's just if he's healthy, he's your best runner. He's your best receiver. He's your best everything. Right. Basic. He's your playmaker, and that that's what we. As great as Tom Brady was, and of course we had not taken anything away from Tom Brady, as great as Tom Brady was, his mobility was always an issue. You know, if you right. could put a lick on him, you know what happened. Right. And, and you know, no word of a lie. If you could make him feel footsteps, he, he you know, that's how he lost a couple of those Super Bowls. That right. was the blueprint of the Giants Super Bowl wins. Right, the original Giants okay? Super Bowl win. You don't have to worry put about the pressure that. on him. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it. This, this kid can move around. He's, def- he's definitely not the passer. Let's, you know, let's not even be blasphemous. He is not now, has never been, and never will be. The passer that the great Tom Brady is. Let's right, but I don't think he needs that, that no, skill set. No, but what I'm saying, but, well, exa- he never has been and he hasn't needed it to be successful. Exactly. His, I actually believe, remember, let's face it, you know, Belichick wanted to uh, uh, jettison Brady a couple of years ago for a mobile-style quarterback a la Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. Correct? Mm-hmm. So you have a mobile quarterback on steroids now. You don't have a mobile running back, a, a quarterback who's running back, you have to worry about him getting hurt. You have a full-fledged run, a fullback back there, you know, who has moves and will run you down if you get in his way. Okay? Run you um, down, Charlie Brown. That they're not trying to do that and get him injured, but there's obviously there's going to be plays. And just think about all the plays that he extended just with, with his movement and being able to shake guys off, which unfortunately was never Tom's forte. Tom, you know, Tom had a beautiful pocket passer, but if something happened to the pocket, it, 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 you know, it was an issue. I mean, with speed and size, yeah. has there ever been a quarterback? Speed, no. size, and arm. Has there ever no. been a quarterback in the NFL he, that, with he, that skill? He's a freak. I, I think about Randall Cunningham. Randall Cunningham wasn't as big. He was, yeah. He was, he was big. big. He might have been a little faster. He but, was big, but and he, he might have been a little he faster. Was, he was still a traditional qu- uh, throwing quarterback. But he, he ran when, he, when like, he had to. There was no place for him. Like I think, I think that Cam Newton's like one of these hybrid tight ends. Yeah. Playing this position they, of quarterback, they can, throw. they can throw. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, one of these tight ends are going to run a four three, oh, and and he's six foot six dude, and weighs two hundred sixty pounds. <laughs> I have no doubt in my mind that you could line him up at tight end and he'd be a Pro Bowl tight end. He's 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 no doubt in my mind whatsoever. He's foot. He's the football. The football. The quarterback's position of uh, of LeBron James. Mm-hmm. You know, with a guy of that size and that speed and that and that that and, physical and, ability. And, and let's not forget, you know, he, he's not. Uh, was a preacher guy. Plays for the Mets. Oh. He's, he's not, a, we're not talking about in the passing department, we're not talking about Tim Tebow. Right, correct. Okay. correct. <laughs> he is more than a competent passer. You know? 100%. Again, 100%. Tom Brady is in a different league, okay, as a passer. But let's remember Cam Newton is a NFL quarterback. Okay. I think the biggest thing that I mean, the, there's a lot of guys that can you, that you can say are not in the uh, they're not the same pocket passer that Tom Brady. To, there's to no me, shame in that. To me, I think the biggest thing that New England fans need to embrace coming into this season is Tom is gone, and he's shitting on Tom. You. And he made the decision on, to and, leave and, you guys. And every chance he gets, he shits on you. He shit. He shit. Bill. Uh, he's shitting on Belichick. Every B- chance Bill, he gets. Bill and company didn't trade him away. Mm-hmm. 
That was his decision. And believe you me, Bill could have left any at any time that he right. Bill could stop right now and say, you know what, I'm taking the rest of the year off. But next year, let the bidding war begin, and you'll see every team will be lining up at that man's door. hundred percent. But he chose to stay in New England. So with with that being said, uh, I want to cut. I just want to quickly jump through and make, maybe we can pull up a, a division winner at every division. Sure. So we'll start off with the AFC East. You got Buffalo, Miami, New England, and the Jets. Well, I'm going to go traditional. And actually, I believe with, with act, the truth is, never mind tradition and never mind going with a, just going with, with a tradition, you know, the winner, which has always been the Patriots in that division. I actually think the Patriots, by adding Cam Newton, are legitimately going to win that division now. You know, don't get me wrong. I think Buffalo is going to be a strong, strong team. But I think, yeah, seriously, I, they've solved their quarterback problems as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I, I think yeah, I think they come through. I think they win that division. Okay, I I, I could I could see New England taking that division. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, we know that Buffalo is up and coming, but if if New England would have just said stand st- stood pat and kept uh, Hoyer at quarterback, then it would have been Buffalo hands down. Yeah, and with and not I'm not saying that two was anywhere near ready, but with the uh, the Dolphins opting to go with. Um, Old Man River over there and Fitzpatrick to start. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, yeah, Fitzmagic still has some magic left in him, but let's face it, Fitzpatrick throws probably as much interceptions as he does touchdowns. I'm going to tell you something. We got to be careful because, you know, the kid in Buffalo might just be the best quarterback in that division. Josh Allen, yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, I I think Darnold is way better than he's shown. And I think with the right people around him, the right weapons around him. And he, he doesn't a, have the right people around no, him. No, right he is now. a qualified. I, I feel sorry. He's on the wrong team because mm-hmm. he is a qualified. I think he is a bona fide superstar quarterback in the NFL. Just, you know, he's still seeing things because that's the shape of the, of, of the Jets. Those ghosts are still there. Yeah, well, that's the shape of the Jets. So let's move on to the a- AFC North. We got uh, Cincinnati and Joe Burrow. Okay. Cleveland. Cincinnati, if they, if they get eight wins, I, I I would call it a victory if they win half and half. Cleveland Browns. Same, you know, same thing. I, actually, I see Cleveland winning seven games. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh will perennially be at the top. They might, they're not going to get off to a hot start like usual, but you know at the end they're going to be sniffing the playoffs. And the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Baltimore, obviously Baltimore is going to win that division. I got Baltimore winning that division, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the, the second-place team in that division is going to be Pittsburgh. Yeah. And I think the Browns are still going to be pulling up the rear with the gear. Yeah, I, I think really the uh, yeah. I, I tell you the honest to God's truth. I think the uh, truthfully in the AFC, I think the championship, the road to the Super Bowl, leads through two stadiums. That's Baltimore, right, and obviously Kansas City. Yes, that's my opinion. 100%. Of course, there's a lot of other things. You know, there's a lot of things that can happen. There's a lot of up and coming teams that will shock us. There's always that one team that we didn't know that we didn't think about that all of a sudden they figured it out. So with that, moving on to the Sorry, AFC yeah, South right. and the team that went up against Mahomes in the AFC Championship last year, Tennessee Titans. Then you got the Colts, the Jags, and the Texans. The Texans, Deshaun Watson. Newly minted big time contract, thirty nine million dollars a year. Yeah, but he's gonna have to earn it. Subtract DeAndre Hopkins. Right. You know, for the life of me, Bill O'Brien. You know, you had such a great year. You took your team to the brink, 
And then all of a sudden, you had a brain, it seems like you had a brain fart, and it hasn't stopped farting in your brain since. No, that was just straight on diarrhea. Are you kidding me? You, your prize quarterback who you just signed, you just made the franchise, you know, the face of the franchise. How do you take away his number one weapon? How do you, it's ridiculous. But we're going to find out. You, uh, you know what? I'm going to hope for, uh, for Deshaun Watson's sake. Maybe they he's got have, that they have something up their sleeve that we don't know. I was gonna say maybe he's got a trick seen. up his sleeve. You know, maybe he's gonna be ready. Maybe he's gonna throw the ball to himself. Maybe he's gonna, you know he's gonna do that now. So we'll round off the AFC with the AFC West, and we got the Denver Broncos, the Las Vegas Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> Never thought I'd hear today. And the Los Angeles Chargers, and of course, defending Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, uh, that's hands down. The Chiefs are going to yeah, take that yeah. division. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, um, Chiefs are pretty good in there. I think I would probably throw the Raiders in second place in that division. Oh, okay. Well, you know, Chucky. You know, Chucky's got to make a stand. You know what I'm saying? I think he's got to justify that hundred million dollar contract that he got this year. Hundred percent. You think the uh, honeymoon is over? The honeymoon is. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I get. I think you got to give him at least two more years because they just finished building that brand new stadium, exactly. so they got to recoup some of that money. And he is the face of the franchise. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like I said, they got to recoup some of that money, so I think that you got to give him at least two more years, maybe. I don't know. He is Chucky. Yeah, Chucky is. Um, you know, he's like gold. Hey, I don't get that. You know, he he took one team to the Super Bowl, and actually, that was a team that Tony Dungy. Would have taken to the Super Bowl. He Tony Dungy turned that team around. They fired Tony Dungy, for, you know, for the offense of winning of uh, coming up one game short of the Super Bowl. Yeah, Tampa Bay don't know what's going on. Over anyway, there. Uh, I straight, I straight. I'm so sorry. now we're gonna move over to the NFC National Football Conference. Okay, and um, I'm gonna go backwards because I can because it's my show and I do what I feel like doing. I like that. So NFC West, we have the Los Angeles Rams in their brand new stadium. SoFi Stadium, which I might add, that stadium looks ridiculous. It's amazing. Um, Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray, and DeAndre Hopkins over there. Then we got San Francisco and Seattle. Um, Going against the norm, I'm going to have to say that's probably one of the deepest conferences. I mean, one of the deepest divisions right now. With those four teams, a legit playoff team. That might be the best division in football. Those are four legit playoff teams in my eyes. Um, I mean, not to, I can't, I can't pick a solid winner out of that because San Francisco and Seattle went down to the wire last year. I'm going to tell you what, I'm about ready to, I I told you before, I'm about to upset the apple cart. Let me know when it's my turn to jump in and make my pick. Well, go ahead. Pick pick your, pick your pick for that division. Okay. I really believe that the addition of DeAndre Hopkins to this team with Kyler Murray Puts them over the top, and that's my pick to win that. Believe it or not, y'all, I know I might sound a little crazy, but mark my words, Arizona, they, they, they're going to hear from Arizona before the year is I, over. I, and would, I, I picked them to win that division because I think Sandy, I think San Francisco is going to stub their toe a little bit this year. I would like to go along with you on that, but I just think. Do you know I like to upset the I'm apple not. Card? Yeah, upset the apple car is fine. I'm not so in in the terms of offense. I can't turn my back on Russell Wilson. But it's, listen, but it's not a crazy pick. No, that, no, that no, team no, is not, not the at same all. Team at the end of the year that it was in the beginning of the year. Not at all, and that's what I'm saying. I can't turn my back on Russell Wilson. One hundred percent. Kyler Murray's going to be a year smarter. I think that I think that as far as San Francisco is concerned, San Francisco's defense is is what leads them. Yeah. You know, 
they're gonna be they're gonna be a tough a tough uh, tough matchup this year. And Los Angeles, Los Angeles, great defense also. Just just finished signing Jalen Ramsey to a big fat extension also. Um, but going back to San Francisco for a minute, I think that I think what we're gonna see from San Francisco this year is is, is the uh, the proverbial playoff. I mean, uh, Super Bowl hangover. Exactly. Remember the last team that lost the Super Bowl like that, Atlanta, has not been heard from since. Right. Okay, it rushed out to that big lead, and everybody was like, next year, no, 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 not next year. So my pick for that division is going to be Seattle. Hey, that's a good pick. Only, and only because it's, 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 a, it's a consistent pick, you know what I mean? That's no, just consistency yeah, that's, with Russell yeah, Wilson you, over you there. Can't, you, can't, you can't go wrong with that pick. Um, so since you did just mention um, Atlanta, we're going to move on to the NFC South. And we have Atlanta with the Falcons. Just added Todd Gurley over there. I think that's a big addition to their to their offense. Like they needed any more addition to their offense, who just scores and scores they and scores. They still and got scores. Matty Ice, who's very underrated. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, all the guy does is show up every year and throw four thousand yards. Right, because he's throwing Julio Jones, and now he's got Gurley coming out the backfield. Oh, man. So he did pretty good at BC too. No, this. Oh no 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 no! I'm not taking anything away from Matty Ice. His problem is the same thing as <laughs> a uh, old time. You know what I'm saying? You can't protect him. He he's got issues. But I'm uh, no, I'm uh, unfortunately as much as I like that team and I would like to pick them. I don't. I see them third at best in that division. No, I'm not picking them to win that division. But I will put them second in that vision, but not not third. Um, then okay, you, I like second. So then you got uh, the Carolina Panthers. Mm, yeah, Carolina Panthers they, are going to be fighting for last place they, in that yeah, division. They, they're going to be bringing up. The, they're going to be bringing up the rear. Bringing up division. the rear, and I think that um, they're going to very quickly realize that uh, Matt Rule wasn't the guy at seventy million dollars. Yeah, no less. Yeah, exactly. Um, the Orleans Saints. That would be my pick to win the division. I mean, there's New Orleans Saints. You can't go wrong with New Orleans Saints. That is just, you know, again, like Russell Westbrook. I'm yeah. Russell Westbrook. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> Russell Wilson in, in the NFC West. It's just uh, I tell you Drew what, Brees that, is the old stalwart. That should be like top two or three to come out of that uh, NFC conference. And then finally, the got older Tampa Bay Bucks. I Listen, I don't know what the hullabaloo is about, okay? I, I tend to go with, you know, I, I'm always this guy. Same thing that we asked about when the Giants went willy-nilly and gave Nate Solder all his money. Nate Solder, let me, let me preface that, great individual, tremendous humanitarian, great guy. I don't know what happened between the Patriots and the Giants, but, he you know, he, he, Blocking was not here. He was not the guy. His, that we, his, his, he didn't play up to what we expected him to no. be. And, and then, you know, and you think about one thing. God bless his heart. Like I said, this is one great, great human being, great individual. I think that we're no matter hate, what your star, no matter what your star was worth, whenever Bill gives up on you. This is what I'm saying. There's, there, there's got to be something there. You know what I mean? There has to be something this, there. This is what I'm saying. You know, I don't think the addition of the often ill the often injured Gronkowski either is going to make a difference. Um, there's no guarantee that Gronk is not going to happen. Like and a 43-year-old Tom Brady. Thank you. They, we, basically, what they did is they added, what, 70 years, 73 years. I, so, you, you, when most teams are getting younger, they added 73 years. So here's my, here's my funny thought, right? How would it be if, how funny would it be if um, Sean, Sean, um, Sean Payton decided to pull a switcheroo and start Jameis Winston on Sunday. 
and Jameis Winston beats the Bucks with Tom Brady. <laughs> How interesting would that be? I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't put it past them. I wouldn't doubt that he lights them up like a Christmas tree. I wouldn't put he it knows, past them. He knows them. that defense, mm-hmm. but we know that's going to be uh, that's going to be the marquee game on Sunday. I cannot wait. Yeah, everybody's going to watch that game. It's a four twenty five game. It is. The, it is the game of the week. It is a four twenty five game. I like to see what the ratings going to be here in New England. Everybody in New England is going to watch that game, especially when New England's playing at one o'clock. Personally, I see Tampa lighting. I mean, uh, excuse me. Yeah, I see the Saints. The Saints gonna up. lighten them up. Yeah, I, I, I got the Saints Thomas. by at least twenty. Now. I see Michael Thomas saying, "Oh yeah, you coming to?" And I see Drew Brees saying, "You coming to my division? You want to take my shine?" I don't think so. Yeah, and more particularly, more particularly because and they go into this to the dome. Oh Lord, Mike Mike Evans hasn't practiced all week long, so you may not even have Mike Evans this week. Not to mention, Tom's gonna be running for his life. Yeah, that Saints defense is going to... Um, they ain't done nothing for that offensive line. Give them a little they, something, didn't, something. Didn't one of their guys opt out? Yeah, yeah. One of their good... One of their, their, their better offensive linemen opted out, huh? Mm-hmm. I'd be scared if I was them. Mm-hmm. You know, the point spread on that one is pretty big also, so... Um, then for the next... The, our next... We went over the NFC South. Now we're going to move on to the NFC North. And... The one team from up there in Chicago, I don't know what we're doing, Chicago Bears, who recently decided to, during the offseason, sign Nick Foles. And now he's been relegated to the bench. And now you're going to bench him to get to, to give Mitchell Trubisky another shot. I, you know, I'm going to tell you something. Again, I, I, I must be the outlier today. You know, I, I thought Mitchell Trubisky played pretty good last year. And there were times where I thought he literally turned the corner. I mean, he looked good. At, uh, he looked good at times. And then at times he looked like a high school quarterback. But okay. and not even not even a high division high school quarterback. <laughs> and, and you know, I want to I want to ask one more question: When is the bloom going to be off of the Nick Foles rose? Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Let's be real. We're talking about a guy who caught lightning in a bottle more than once, twice. Okay, but he didn't have to, he can't he's not durable enough to get through the full season. And we all know that during the full season he gets exposed. Okay. Is is Nick Foles this generation's Jeff Hostetler? So, uh, <laughs> well, Jeff Hostetler won a Super Bowl. Right, so the Nick Foles. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's this generation's Jeff Hostetler. I'm partial Jeff Hostetler because he was a giant. But to tell you the truth, I I was so disappointed that year to Phil Sims after getting the Giants to eleven and one couldn't go, couldn't you know complete the age father time caught up with him. You know one of those he was just standing there and his Achilles ruptured, boom gone. And then you know that was it. You knew that was it. So then we got the Minnesota defense special Vikings. Um, that Minnesota Vikings defense is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> yes, they are. I, I can't see. Scary good. I can't see. On defense alone, I, I have a hard time seeing anybody beat them. Just on defense alone. I mean, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is going to give him a run for, them, run gonna, for his we, money because he's Aaron Rodgers. We're going to find out on Sunday. Because he's just a bad man. Yeah. But, I mean, just outside of that. Yeah, and, we, and you're right. You're absolutely correct. We're going to see that right away. I'll tell you the Green honesty, Bay, Minnesota. I'll tell you the honesty, guys, truth. I think if Aaron Rodgers, I think Aaron Rodgers is showing up this year to the point where how dare you draft a quarterback? Yes. Yes. Okay, everybody needs yes. to be aware this man, on top of all the weapons that this man possesses, he is now highly motivated. He yeah. has a chip on his shoulder like no other because there's nothing worse than you can do to an elite level 
athlete of any kind, then look at Tiger Woods. Then tell them, you can't do this anymore. You've gotten old. Oh, Lord. Uh, you know, unless he really did get old. You but see, uh, one, thing, so. one thing that... He had a pretty good year last year. I, I love the pick in Jordan Love. I love the kid. I like the way he plays. But, yeah, it was kind of a smack in the face. Well, it, it, listen, if, if hopefully, hopefully... Jordan Love can hit it off with him. Listen, if I'm Jordan Love, I'm showing up at his house, man. They have been. They I'm, have I'm, been. I'm showing up at his house in a white coat. Man, can I mow your lawn, Mr. Rogers? I, I just want to be around when you look at film. I just want to see what you're looking at while you're looking at film. Yeah, no, they have been. Oh, they yeah. have been hitting off really well. It's it's like the... Uh, because it's not his fault. The uh, little big brother, little brother relationship with the annoying little brother who just won't stop bugging you. <laughs> All right, that's good. Um, so... Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is a good guy. You know, every ain't nobody got no bad words to say about him. So Minnesota, Green Bay. Very politically correct. You know, very uh, insightful, thoughtful man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We mentioned Chicago already, Minnesota, Green Bay, and then last but not least, bringing up the rear is the Detroit Lions. And personally, my opinion, I'm not saying Detroit's going to win the division, obviously, but I think Detroit is going to give people a lot of a you lot of think angst this be season. This year? Yeah, well, just with the addition of Adrian Peterson alone. Yeah, you know, I think that just that alone, they're gonna did, give, he's gonna he, give people a lot of angst. How this did year. Washington let AP go? I am. Rivera must have, no have a have different no idea. So coming at, for me, coming out of that division, I, I'm gonna say uh, Green Bay. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I was. I think Green Bay is gonna come out of that division. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. Like I said, the gauntlet's been thrown down. Aaron Mister Discount Double Check is gonna be showing up and showing out the, this the, year. The I bad, believe. the bad man himself. Bad he's, man got a, he's got a point, point to prove. He's gonna be like a lion, letting people know this is still my territory, fellas. He's, he's gonna roar this. Kicking year. ass and taking names all the way across the season. I mean, because you know, I've seen most of the great quarterbacks since the. I mean, I'm going back to the '60s. You know what I'm saying? And. A more talented quarterback, I mean, you know, I see Mahomes coming along now, okay? But, I mean, having all the physical tools. To, think about some of the throws that you see. We've seen Aaron Rodgers do against us. Top-rated defenses, throws on the run. When you thought you had him in the pocket, you thought you had him. He takes one certain— Because he's a slippery bastard, too. I mean, he's throw, he throws the ball 60 yards sidearm with a flick of his wrist. You know, I mean, there's just stuff that this guy does that I, it almost like, you know, he has, like— I, you know, he's like a magician sometimes. You know what I mean? And right, I, and I, I personally don't think that he's lost anything. No, he hasn't lost a step at all. I, I think what he's lost maybe might have been some motivation. And Matt Lafleur has given him motivation in spades in the form of Jordan Love. I think that. I think that. So the, I don't think it's out of the realm at all that we're picking. I think the biggest perception with yeah. with uh, Aaron Rodgers coming off of last season would have been that he played half the season hurt. Like, True. extremely hurt. And sans weapons. You know what I mean? Yep. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, Green. I got Green Bay coming out of that, that, that division in the NFC North. So we're going to move on to the NFC East. And the Washington football team. No name shall remain nameless. Washington football team. Uh, then we're going to have... Uh, I'm hoping for the Warriors myself, but okay. Okay, so, yeah, we could talk about that for a minute. <laughs> Washington Warriors, Washington Red Tails. I don't need to. <laughs> Washington. I could care less. Generals. They're, they're not. They're not the Washington, and I'm going to say R word. That's how I felt about that name. Yeah. You remember, yeah. I, I, haven't, I haven't uttered that name in years. Yeah, I mean, we, this is something that, this, uh, it's something that it's been discussed 
For years, because it's not like it just came up this year because of the the, the whole movement. It's not like it's something that just came up now. Dude, I'm going to tell you something. This goes back to the great Washington teams. Okay, remember I'm talking going back to when you were kid Dexter Manley. Remember them crazy defense. Uh, I forget what his uh, it was. Man, I forget what his first name was. But these remember these were these were terrorists on the on the defensive line, and he was asked point blank one day, "How do you feel about it?" And he looked the reporter dead in the eye, and he said, I know I'm going to catch a lot of heck for this, and I know I'm going to be in trouble with the front office, but I feel that if it insults one person, if it injures one person, we shouldn't have this name. Of course, you know, he didn't, play, he didn't get offered a contract the next year. Of course not. Of course not. I think it was Charles Mann. I'm not sure. We'll do a little digging and get back so to that. So moving on to that, moving on from that Washington football team. Yes. We have the, oh, uh, I can't even say it properly. The Philadelphia cheesesteaks. I mean, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Eagles. It's time to put up a shut up for the Eagles. We're serious about our football here. <laughs> I think it's time to put up a shut up for the Eagles and and Mr. Carson Wentz. Yeah. I don't. I, I... Listen. Let's not say the guy. The guy's got talent. The guy's all world talent. He does. He does. But he has a. Uh, you know. He can't stay on the field. Right. Exactly. I mean, and that's. I. You know. What's the best? What's the best thing that you can be for your team? Available, and you know what? So available is very true. You know, and I, before hold on, before you jump in really quick because you know I'm going to lose this thought if I don't think about it. If I don't get go it ahead, out go right ahead. now, looking back, you look at how many times this man has been injured. Him, and not also let him, Jared Goff. Remember, they came out in the same class. They were one and two. Who's going to be better? And they injured, been, injured, and injured, they, injured, injured. Yeah. And they are at the top of their position as far as pay pay scale. Yeah. Okay. Think about it. Now, think about how many times you've seen a game from Seattle where their quarterback wasn't playing. With the great Russell Wilson. What was the last game Russell Wilson hasn't played? Uh, I, I'm not sure. Really, I know he's been injured. Really have to dig into the memory box. But there. I don't ever remember him being on the IR. Okay. I also go back to Eli Manning. Mr. Iron Man himself. The only game he missed was when that idiot who his name doesn't even come to name. That oh, comes Mr. To Slickback? Mind. And I'm glad he's not even a Mr. Mac, Mac, a, Mac a goof. Not in football. Mr. Mac a doodle doo. Who's not even in football anymore for that reason. <laughs> How do you end the Iron Man's Iron Man <laughs> by putting in... Let's not even go there. Yeah, move on. All right. So then, we? <laughs> then we have the other team that... Shall remain nameless, and, and you know it's to me it's like it's a real toss up, like a one A one A one A and one B South type American thing, team. which which I always struggle, and I'm trying to figure you, out you like know, who do I hate more? You know, people don't remember that. That just came to my mind. You know, at one point, you know, where they had some issues with uh some stuff. Oh, South America's team. They yeah. were called South America's team. You know, <laughs> so I mean, they, forever they will forever be South America's team. I've never hidden the fact that I absolutely hate the Philadelphia Eagles, and I absolutely hate the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, it's a football thing, uh, folks. So the I mean, Dallas Cowboys will be the other team. It's a strong word, but, you know, we severely uh, dislike them. <laughs> what are we going to see from Dallas this year? Um, uh, I tell you the truth. Another team that's put up or shut up already. I, I kind of see them getting 10 games with McCarthy. I, I kind of see them getting 10 games. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, again, like I said, it's another put up or shut up. Like what? What are but you going to you know do what? right I'll now? Tell you, I'll tell you something else, though. It seems like the rest of the division has gotten better really fast. Yeah, they're I'm catching up. I'm talking about the Giants and, and Washington. They're catching up. It's like, it's like 
we're tired already of hearing about Zeke and chasing yachts in Mexico and doing all this crazy stuff and asking for astronomical amounts of money when he had, I mean, he yeah, got he's paid, had though. some good times. He's had some good times. But, um, and then, and ain't, then, ain't he missing that Super Bowl ring? No Super Bowl ring. And then you're talking about, I mean, I, I like Dak Prescott. He's on the wrong team to me, but I like Dak Prescott. If he was on any other team in the, in the NFL, I would, I would like Dak Prescott a lot. I'm going to tell you something. I really like Dak Prescott, but I'm going to use a, a boxing analogy with him. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would consider Dak Prescott that really, 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 really good contender. Who's never been, never champion. Who's never been a champion. Who's probably never going to be a champion. He's always going to, always great in, in the champ, in that championship fight, split decision, loss. As, as painful as it is. Because, so, because he's not going to, he's not going to be able to muster a Tom Brady like everybody jump on my shoulders. I'm taking this to another level. For me, it's as painful as this to mention. Like for Mahomes me, did in the, in the fourth quarter last year in the Super Bowl. I think, yeah, so. As far as Dak Prescott is concerned, like I was saying, for as painful as it is for me to say it, Dak Prescott is like Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing was way more skilled. Be, who could, you know, who's a, a Hall, of, Hall of, Famer, of Fame guy. I don't think that Dak Prescott I'm is not, a Hall I of mean, Famer. I'm not saying that he's a Hall of Fame guy, but he's, okay, he's that, qual- that, that caliber. He may not know. actually make it to the Hall of Fame, but, you know, he's, that, he's good enough. He's good enough. Well, he he's gonna have to show me something, but no, Patrick and like, is great. He came out like, of college, number one pick overall. No, no, but see, okay, Remember, but Dak was no, but what I what I'm what I, okay, so what I'm getting at then I'm very protectful of Patrick. I'm, what I'm getting at then is <laughs> Dak's never gonna win. He's never gonna win. He's never gonna get he the ring. Someplace else. And even still, that because think about the talent on that team. For how many years now? Okay, it may not be now. Dak has been Dak, the best. Dak has been the. The president of the United States, as far as protection is concerned. <laughs> Good one. That, 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 is, that is truly the secret service of the NFL. Yes, because that offensive line for Dak's entire career has been the secret service. And Zeke. And Zeke. Exactly. He, he's had the privilege of running behind that line. Exactly. Not, not that and not, then, and then he's not a great running back. And again, guy. even with Zeke, even, even with Zeke, his, his behind that offensive line, his numbers could have been better. Should have been yeah. better. Yeah, I'd like to see. I, I would have liked to see Barkley running behind that line. He'd still can, be running. So, so think about that. So you got a Barkley, and think about that. With the, yeah, go ahead. Or a guy like Christian McCaffrey running behind that offensive line. Ooh, yeah. You know, so and then okay, so we're talking about Barkley now, and obviously the last team in the NFC East is going to be the New York and, Giants. And Barkley, who by the way, we have to they have the disclaimer, he has played with the single worst offensive line of any young superstar running back that has come into the league. Right. That he's actually won rookie of the year and the accolades that he's won. So that was leading <laughs> me to my next point. Go for it. With the numbers that Barkley has put up running behind the disgusting offensive line that he's run behind, can you imagine the record-setting numbers that he would have put up behind the Dallas Cowboys line. Ooh, scary. I think he's gonna. I think this year's Giants line is if if they can. The Giants line this year is are going to be the catalyst of the team. Yeah. If they can come together, I think the Giants can make a little noise because the the, the especially on offense, the skill position players are in place. You know, I would I like to have one more wide receiver. Yeah, maybe. But you know, listen, ask Aaron Rodgers if he would take our wide receivers. One hundred percent. If he would take our skill, our skill players over his, I think he takes ours any minute of the day from running back on down. Okay, um, the diff, I think the Giants this year is going to be two things. You know, can it has uh, 
Mr. Jones takes that next step forward. I'm going to tell you something. Like I said, remember I told you last year, I've liked the kids since the I was horrified at the pick, just like with you were with everybody else. But the minute that kid set on, stepped down the field, it was almost like with Eli Manning, there was something different about him. I knew that he would grow. You have to take him for what he is. I mean, think about think about how, how, how successful he actually was last year. Last year. Mm-hmm. He, you know what I mean? He stepped right in. So as far as, okay, so we're talking about the New York football giants. And, and we also are going to have a little bit of mobility this year that we have never had. Correct. Well, we had a little bit with him last year. My biggest thing with the Giants this year is the addition of Andrew Thomas. Yes. Playing that backslide oh, tackle. Oh, Lord. If he, is, if he is 85% of what he's supposed to be, we're going to be better. So combine him with what we already know Will Hernandez to be is the absolute mauler. That's a mean. The, Those two, two really guys on the left guys. side of the Giants' offensive yeah, line. Andrew's supposed to be a mean guy, too. It's going to be ugly. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> It's going to be ugly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. The right side, you know, hey, Kevin Zeidler is... is, is, is Zeidler and Fleming are nothing to sneeze at either. You know, and, and that kid, Pert. Pert, yeah, he, the kid from he, UConn. If he... I mean, I mean, he, uh, he he's the prototype. Yeah. I mean, you know, physical-wise, yeah. you know, if he can be what he's supposed to be and learn what he's supposed to be... We're going to make... I think the Mr. only Barkley's reason... he's going to have some holes. Honestly, for me, I think the only reason why Pert was drafted where he was drafted in the third round because of his size alone it's amazing but the reason why he was drafted where he was drafted in the third round is because of where he was coming from thank you yeah i was gonna say the same because he's coming out of yukon it's not a very respected program. it's not like it's not so much that it's not a respected program because yukon's a big program as far as football is concerned but it's not it's not a georgia they're a basketball it's not an sec school that's why they moved back to the uh to the big east right but that's what i'm saying it's not like that georgia or anything like that where where thomas is coming from no but they're division one yeah, hundred percent. They're a division one team. hundred percent. So I think that I think I don't I don't know if necessarily and during this draft this past season I mean this was past a lot draft of good linemen, I was I was a little bit upset that we didn't we didn't go and grab McKinney and those guys that I wanted not McKinney um the linebacker from Clemson yeah I'm, I was a little upset that we didn't grab some guys that I wanted to grab but. In the long and short of it, we reassured our offensive line. I'm in the same camp as you, son. And and just thinking about the way the moves that we made to to sure up the offensive line and, um, you know, with the weapons that we already have with Darius Slayton and um, Golden Tate and Evan Ingram. And then we obviously we know about Saquon Barkley. Sterling Shepard, and, and we I know mean, about all this. With, Wayne Gallman is a more than capable backup. Right. With Probably all those with all teams. those offensive weapons that we already have, I think that it alleviates, as long as the offensive line does their job, I think it alleviates a lot of pressure off of Daniel Jones. Yeah, I, I tell you the truth. I, I, I think it's going to be a pretty good. Again, as, as much as I don't agree with a lot of the stuff that uh, Gettleman has done, for once I'm – Extremely happy that he didn't pay attention to us because we wanted the kid from from Clemson. I love that. I still think that he's going to be a stud. But truthfully, what this team needed was the most pro-ready. And this is what everybody consensus hands down. There's a couple of other linemen that they said have a bigger upside. Right. Which I don't, you know, I can't I don't, listen, listen to this analogy that we're hearing from the NFL, from, from the uh, age, from the scouts. There are other linemen. The other linemen had bigger upsides. But they said that Andrew... Thomas. Insert right away, pro ready, ready, ready to go. He was the most pro ready guy 
in this draft. So obviously we needed somebody that we could plug and play right there at that left tackle spot and protect Daniel Jones's blind side for the next 10 years. 100%. So as far as that's concerned, I'm glad he picked with his heart, his mind instead of his heart, because his heart was screaming for the kid from LSU. I mean, I know my heart was screaming for the kid from LSU. Clemson. Clemson, I'm sorry. But at the same time, we give you a little bit of praise and literally just a little bit. Yeah. But I'm getting ready to shit on you because you made some dumbass bonehead decisions. Oh, my God. Like getting rid of Ryan Connolly. How in the holy heck do you get rid of the, young, the, the best young linebacker that we've had come along in, since Jesse Armstead that I can remember? Yeah. And, and, yeah. And, you, and you jettison him. And the only, it's only one reason because he is no way he does not want that this young stud is going to make his lavish free the, the, the lavishness that he, he gave on these middle of the road linebackers. And, I, and I'm praying that these guys are, 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 are the, uh, the exception to the rule. And as soon as they get their money, they're going to up their game. We all know that that's really not the way it happens when they get really paid. They either plateau or they get, you know, they, they go backwards. So, I mean, Blake Martinez, please. I mean, I know your numbers are good, but why did the Packers let go of you? You know, there was there's some people that say, yeah, you had all the you had led the league in tackles, but that's because they were driving you back three, 10 yards on every drive. You know, you couldn't hold anybody down. I mean, me me personally, I like Blake Martinez. Thing, and the same thing with Kyla Fackrell. But I think the I think the biggest issue here, I think the biggest issue here lies in the fact that you gave up on Conley. And, and, and who you had who you had slated as, as your, in a, as a in a base 3-4 defense as a starter. you had him slated as a starting inside linebacker and a week before the season you say no we don't need you anymore mm-hmm. because we feel like your injury well, or whatever the, the case may yeah, be the excuse now is that he wasn't healing fast right probably. because he wasn't healing fast enough but he put lo and behold when you released him no more than probably an hour and a half later, the best defense, probably the best defense in the NFL, picks him up. Snatched him right up. Said, no, 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 we want that guy. Yeah. We'll take him. Snatched him right up. And that I'm talking about the Minnesota Vikings. The yeah. Minnesota Vikings snatched him up immediately. If he wasn't ready, there's two magic letters. What are they called, son? IR, IL, whatever the hell you want to call it. Injured reserve. Thank you. Injured list. Okay. We already have time and money invested in him. Why not? Unless the doctors know something that we don't know. But if that's the case, why did Minnesota swoop in and grab him? Right, exactly. Oh, because, you know, we're banking on Kyler Fackrell. He couldn't play on our defense. We're banking on Kyler Fackrell. But he can play on the best defense, the top top three defenses in the NFL. Yeah, I told you, we're banking on Kyler Fackrell. And especially since, again, again, (laughs) what I'm not understanding is, again, David Mayo goes down. So now it, it's really going to hurt that we don't have Connolly. And he didn't draft a linebacker. No. No. Because, I mean, at the time you were obviously banking on Connolly. So you, you release Connolly, and then in a stroke of genius, David Mayo right away goes on the IR. So it's like, yeah, we're snake bit. Might be snake bit already. I'm not going to say we fully are, but that's a big hit right away. I tell you the truth. I see Ryan Conley going on to having a great career, and I think and he's going I, to. He's I going see to. Him this coming back to bite us in the ass. He's on going to on one occasion. You see, and again, I wanted to give you a little credit for Thomas 
but you still got to go back to being dumbass Dave. Yeah, you got to get smacked up a little I'm bit, sorry. Dave. I'm sorry. Just a little bit. I'm sorry. Uh, but you know, in, in a good, in a yeah, really good. in your face just like last year when you let off our, our, our Pro Bowl safety walk. In a really good turn of events, we signed Graham Gano. 63 yard I'm to beat to, us. I'm trying to forget that, man. We signed him, so he's not going to be kicking 63 yarders against us anymore. <laughs> He'll be kicking them for us because we're probably going to need it sometimes. <laughs> he probably will never hit a 63 yarder again. No, I'm just kidding. That's a good signing. All right, so, um, yeah, we've hit all the teams, and we've hit who's com- Actually, we didn't hit who's coming out of um, this division. Hey, um, I already picked the Giants. Okay, we got the Giants coming out of this division. Um, and I'm sticking to it. You know what? Screw it. I'm going with the Giants, too. <laughs> and it's not because it's a homer thing. I, I think choice. it's just because I think that... I tell you the truth, I think the division's up in the air. I was just going to say, I think the division is really up in the and air. And I think everybody else has gotten better except for the Cowboys. Right, exactly. Who are, who are supposedly supposed to be the most stock, most, you know, personal, you know, have the best talent in the world. I think everybody else is starting to catch up. Right. I give you that. Okay, so now, what? Oh, and one other thing. We do have a guy now on our team. That knows everything from nuts to bolts to the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, he was their head coach for ten years. As much as as much as I shit on him, skeletons are buried. As much as I shit on him, you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct in that. This, this. I mean, he's he was there. He was the man. He was the he was the boss. Jerry Jones is the only person that was ranked higher than him was Jerry Jones. (laughs) Exactly. This is the only reason you keep him coaching for ten years, right? Because that was your boy. He knows where all the dirty secrets you know, are. <laughs> and also think about this. If he'd have pulled the tr- if Jerry Jones would have been a little less loyal and pulled the trigger and jettisoned him and got one of these better coaches maybe four or five years ago, he might have had a couple of bowls. He might he might have had a couple of Super Bowls. Because they darn sure had the talent. Yeah. Yeah. So Shh, don't say that too loud. No, I don't I tell you, I, I don't place a lot of stock. I, how you how you gave Crabtree his bag. His bag of cash before you gave the bag to Dak Prescott. That's why Dak's mad. But you know, in the, in the end, who comes out? Think about this, right? While Dak is waiting for the big contract, he got franchise this year for how much? $37 million, right? Yeah. And you know what that turns into next year? So this franchise automatically means next year he can get franchised again. So that's $79 million now we're working, we're talking about. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, although he didn't get the big deal that he's getting, he's already working on 80 million. The Cowboys come to their senses and sign this man for the money that he's supposed to get. So, I guess he's not taking that much of a risk, you know. And you know what? I don't understand. The guy didn't hold out. The guy came to camp. The guy played hard. The guy said, "You don't have to worry about me. I'm a team guy. I'm a soldier." And that's why they shitted on him. Okay. Zeke says, "To hell with y'all." I'm going to go dance and party and drink on a boat and hang out. And where was he? Barbados or wherever he was in uh, Mexico, something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. He was uh, going, going and doing his thing. So held out for two games. He got his bag. Here's an interesting little report so, coming out of coming yeah, out of um, Giants training Giants camp on Thursday today, this afternoon. Mm-hmm. So during practice today. Our, our guy, I'm going to say, Joe Judge, when we heard him introduced as, as the Giants head coach in his speech, he made everybody want to run through a brick wall. At first, I wanted to cry. So but then I heard his speech, and I was like, whoa. Coming out of camp, the report is that um, 
the, it's written as the, the the first keep coming with Joe Judge running the New York Giants. This is the first time he did something at a starting middle back, middle linebacker. Blake Martinez has never seen in his four years as an NFL linebacker. For the first time ever, he's seen an NFL NFL coach restart practice who's a first-year NFL coach because of a lack of effort coming from the Giants during a practice. Yeah, they... A Thursday practice before game. He ain't playing. Then again, establishing a coach. I, I, I love it. Absolutely I love, it. love it. I absolutely you love go, it. You go, Joe. You go, Joe. That's what we're going to start calling you from now on. So you go, Joe. Apparently, what it was is after after Joe, the Joe Judge's profanity laced tirade, the players went back to the beginning of pra- the practice script, stretching all over again, doing everything all over again like you didn't practice at all. Um, it's the latest and greatest example of. Joe Judge, I, I love it. He is said, like I said, he is creating a culture. He said it. The losing culture, the ah, it's okay. That that's not going to happen here. Like he hasn't even let them put their names on the, on the jerseys yet. Right, they have to right, earn that, right? You know, and he's been very much unapologetic about all of it. And, oh, I love him. I'm you, you need to earn. He's this. not playing. Effort, 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 effort is everything to him. It's he's definitely reviving the Giants, the old school Giants culture, and I absolutely did I, love Did that. I tell you when we talked about the? He's got the, the the coaches are running laps. If they make mistakes, the coaches got to run laps. Because he said they have to. That's be insane. Above. That's How insane. Can you teach if you don't know, and if you don't know, you ain't working hard enough. You ain't working hard enough. You're running. The coaches are running laps. So recently, recently voted team captain. I love it. Recently voted team captain Saquon Barkley said his words quoted. I love it. I love the fact that our coach is doing that. It's setting a precedent for the whole entire organization. You know, that's how you set them them high price superstars, veterans. They don't think they have to play hard. That's really letting them. Oh, I get. They're probably running for their contracts, calling it, calling their agents that night. Yo, Joe made us run. Yo, he started the whole thing. Again. <laughs> that's, you know, that's letting them know play, or you will be sitting down. I love it. I love it. I love what's going on. I love what's going on it's over there. It's his way or the highway. Also, I, I kind of get the feeling they're going to rue the day. They're going to be, you know, they're going to be missing. <laughs> they're going to miss Coughlin. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It's funny because that's that's one thing that I was just thinking about. Joe Judge in his first year here. I mean, obviously, he we know that where his coaching tree comes from. You know, with Belichick and the Belichick coaching tree, great which Saban. goes back to which goes back to you know the Belichick coaching tree goes back to. Bill Parcells, yep. and all the way back, obviously. Yes, sir. But <laughs> Joe Judge is reminding me of, like, a, a young Tom Coughlin. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what you would imagine Tom Coughlin to Bill have Parcells, been at the age of 37 yeah. years Parcells old. would have done that, too. Yeah, at the age of 37 years old. Like, that bull nose. Like, he would have lit into his team with a, tira- with a profanity-laced tirade just like Joe the one, Judge The did. one thing that I absolutely love that I've seen from Joe Judge this, during this offseason was um, – practice last week where they were at the end of practice they were having a, a fumble recovery drill and of that the whole team was surrounded and, the team and joe it. judge was joe judge had the ball in his hand and he's talking about the effort 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 and then he stops and at one point and says this is how it's done he throws the first of all let me rewind a little bit they're holding a hose into a uh, you know into into the dirt oh, into yeah, grass making a mud pit, making a mud pit. <laughs> so and you know he's preaching the effort and he's preaching the heart and the soul the, you know what it what is football it's a no quit game 
And then out of nowhere, Joe Judge throws the ball into that mud pit and goes diving <laughs> and shows how to correctly yeah. hold and receive a fumble. <laughs> he wraps himself up into the perfect little cocoon yeah. around the ball, just how exactly how it's taught. I love this Back guy. in high school, back in Pop Warner, exactly how it's taught. And, and Joe Judge, to get fooled, though. the NFL head coach of the New York Giants, Joe Judge, does it. <laughs> as much as, I mean... I'm sorry, I don't see I don't see uh, Mike McCarthy doing that. They can keep Matt Rule. I don't see Matt Rule doing that. I mean, maybe if Bill wasn't like 80 years old, maybe Bill would probably do it. But I can't say that I really see any other NFL head coaches doing that right now. But the, Joe Judge is imagine, not only imagine what if you think you were a player. I was a player. That me, I, I would have went nuts overseas. And they did. I would have they did right behind him, try to rip the ball out of his hands. And they did. And they, that's what they did. You know, and that's. That's that's because again, your coach on loss is mine. Oh wait a minute, I can, that means I can lose my coach on loss is mine. But that's 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 the ultimate sign of a leader. I love it. That's the ultimate sign of a leader of a guy who's gonna. Now I'm, now, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm going to go do it. I'm going to show you how to do you it. You guys got a problem diving into a mud puddle? Watch how I do it. Watch so, how I do it. Um, yeah, you know, Joe they, Judge, they, they New York me, Giants. They want to take me back to a little Friday movie. You know how I do it. <laughs> Joe let them know how he do it. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Judge, New York Giants. Uh, yeah, that's our picks coming from the NFC East. That's a crazy... Think about the staff that he put together, too. Yeah, but he's I put mean, together a great staff. No ego. Obviously, no ego when he brought in... Uh, His possible uh, replacement. Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> coach waiting, you know, and Garrett. His possible replacement. You know, All right, so and, and, not a, and Patrick Graham for the defense. Remember, a lot of people thought you know speak very highly him being the, the, uh, the you know the next guys one of the next guys uh, that's it that's in line in to, lay, uh, yeah in line and waiting. Coach. Yeah. So with that being said, <laughs> all right, we're gonna get into this week's picks that we have going um for this weekend's games. In game one, Thursday night's game that we have, Houston at Kansas City. I personally have Kansas City taking this game, 38-21. What do you got, Pops? Yeah, I think Kansas City wins, but I got Kansas City scoring 43 points, maybe 43-35. Okay, and um, Lena and Ross, as we said in our last episode, are still on vacation. They will be back tomorrow, but they have phoned in their picks. I have Ross taking Kansas City also. And Lena as well taking Kansas City. So moving on to the next game, I have uh, we have Seattle at Atlanta. What do you got, Dad? I got Seattle on this one. Um, <clears throat> although I I truly I think I'm expecting Maddie Ice to make a little comeback this year because of uh, all the I wouldn't say disrespect, but all the lack of uh, attention that he's been getting with the, <laughs> the quarterbacks in that division. They've forgotten about him with the addition of Tom Brady now. Yeah, I, I'm going with, I'm going with Seattle also. Um, let's see. We got um, Russell Wilson is a little better. <laughs> Ross went with Atlanta, and Lena went with Seattle also. Oh, Ross! So moving on to our next game, we have the New York Jets taking on going to Buffalo to play Buffalo at one o'clock. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pick uh, the Buffalo Bills. Really, you're not going out of the limb with the Jets? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm picking Buffalo. Uh, that's a sweep right across the board. Lena and Ross. Actually, I'm sorry. Ross picked Buffalo also. Lena went with the Jets. Oh, okay. So moving on to the next game, we have Detroit. Chicago at Detroit. And I'm gonna hit, I'm gonna go on a limb. I'm gonna pick I'm picking Detroit in that game. 
You, uh, yeah, I'm picking Detroit too. I, again, that's another one of those. I think uh, Mr. Quarterback in Detroit over there is uh, he's got a little chip on his shoulder and all this trade talk and how he's gotten old and you know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And both Lena and Ross also picked and, uh, and picked Detroit to win that home. game. They're at home. You know what I'm saying? So we got a clean sweep. All of us are picking Detroit in that game. Good. Actually, again, nope, messed up on that one. Lena and Ross both picked Chicago. Don't know why. Uh, Trubisky. Yeah, okay, whatever. So we get Green Bay at Minnesota next. What do you got, Dad? I got the pack one in this one. I think, like I said before, I think Mr. Rogers is going to show up and show out. Yeah, I'm going with the pack on that, too. Uh, Ross has Minnesota, and Lena has Green Bay. Minnesota's not a bad pick. They no, Minnesota's no, no not a bad defense. pick at all. Minnesota's definitely not a bad, not a bad pick. Yeah. Um, moving on to our next game, you have Miami at New England. What do you got? I'm going to go out on a limb and pick the Patriots to win at home against Miami. Yeah, I got the Patriots win. I think Cam, Cam's going to have a big game and make I, the uh, – going to calm the nerves of the New England Patriots fans over there. I do think, though, that Miami's going to make a pretty decent accounting of themselves. 100%. Uh, both Ross and Lena also have New England winning this game. <laughs> Um, the next game we have on the slate is Philadelphia at Washington football. Mm, you know, I'm, I, uh, yeah, I'm picking Washington. All right. That's a good pick. Ross and Lena both have Philly, and I have Washington also. Okay. Next game we have the Las Vegas Raiders taking on the Carolina Panthers. Me personally, I went ahead and picked Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, man, I'm I'm taking Carolina on that. I'm still having trouble saying I never thought that Las Vegas would get any professional sports team whatsoever because of the taboo, but okay. Okay, wonderful. All right, so we have um, the Ross and Lena, Lena and Ross both also picked Las Vegas it's on that Vegas game. Vegas also, yeah. huh? Vegas okay. wins, man. Vegas wins in, in, okay. in the numbers okay. also. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the next game that we have is Indianapolis taking on Jacksonville. Me, I, I think um, I think Phillip Rivers is going to take this is going to take this win. I don't know how much further they're going to go beyond the season than that, but I definitely think that Phillip Rivers can handle uh, Mr. Gardner Minshew over there in Jacksonville. I tell you what, I I kind of I'm, I'm definitely picking Jacksonville, but I'm going to tell you right really quickly. I think Mr. Minshew, without having folds around and having to worry about all that other stuff, the, the kid had a pretty good little run last year, and I think given the time, I, I'm really interested to see what he's going to do with giving a full year without having somebody hovering around them. Uh, but, yeah, I, did, I took Jacksonville, and they were at home. So All right, so you're by yourself in that one because the rest of us picked um, Indianapolis on that yeah, game. Like in Phillip Rivers, huh? All right, so our next game, we have Cleveland taking on Baltimore. That's an obvious Baltimore's winning that game, hands down. I don't, I, don't see, <laughs> I don't see the Browns having an absolute inkling of a chance. Um, unless, you know, the football gods are, you know. I don't, listen, again, you know, Cleveland has so much talent on that team. But They're a very talented team sorry, on paper. I don't see it. That, yeah, exactly. I mean, short of Lamar Jackson coming down with the COVID, God forbid. Yeah. You know, I don't think that, guy, I don't think that game is going to be won God bless by him and his Cleveland. entire family. Next game that we have is the L.A. Chargers taking on Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. What do you got? <laughs> you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. I got good old Cincinnati. I'm thinking Mr. Joe Burrow is still riding that that train from last year. <laughs> the only thing, the only thing that I'm a little upset about with this game is I, I kind of wanted to see um, Hebert, but he's not starting for the Chargers. So, um, yeah, my pick, my pick for that was going to be the Chargers anyway. Okay. So uh, let's see what Lena Lena's got. 
Lena's got Cincinnati and Ross has the Chargers on that one. Oh, I, I could you know for a minute the other Ross is gonna jump out because you know he likes Burrow too. Yeah, he does like he does like Burrow. So the next game after that in the second four o'clock game of the day, which I think is probably gonna be the game of the week. I cannot wait. We have Tampa Bay traveling down to the Big Easy and playing the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> and me personally, I believe that this is where uh this is where the what do they say, the the metal meets the road. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where we're going to find out for real um, what Tampa's got going to have going forward because uh, New Orleans is going to be bringing the fire. Uh, Mr. Brady, uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Brady, uh, Mr. Breeze over there is going to, uh, it's going to be like Lions, right? He's going to have to establish, you know, he's going to reestablish who the big dog is in the AFC, in the NFC South. So um, me personally, I think Cincinnati going to hand him that ass. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, New Orleans is going to hand him that ass. I think Ross is being a rebel right away with this one. Ross is actually picking Tampa Bay. <laughs> I, I, I got New Orleans. Lena has New Orleans. You got New Orleans. Mm. Ross is just going to be different on this one, Ross. which is, you know. Maybe he knew. It's cool. Maybe he knows something we don't know. Maybe he knows something he don't know. If that's the case, they got to put some money on that one. You know what it is? Remember, he's still looking at them as Patriots, even though though he was a little upset about it. Yeah. Okay. The following game after that is a 425 game where we have Arizona and Kyler Murray taking on the San Francisco 49ers. Again, I'm upsetting the apple cart on this one. I'm taking Arizona. I think the addition of DeAndre Hopkins to an already pretty talented (laughs) Kyler Murray, uh, I, I remember the second half. I thought Arizona was one of the better teams in NFL last year, and, and you know, once uh, Mr. Murray got his feet down, yeah, yeah, you know, so uh, um, I'm expecting big things out of them this year, and I actually expect them. I might tell you that's my dark horse. I expect them to dethrone dethrone uh, San Francisco. So you're flying solo on that one. I know. I the would. rest of us have San Francisco. Um, next, we have Dallas at the Los Angeles Rams. Okay, I can never pick. Or Dallas, so no, Rams and 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 Dallas. Um, the Rams are at home too. Lena's got the Rams. Ross has Dallas. Okay. And the next two games are our Monday night games. Wanna, we have you want to invert these? Yeah. Okay, good. Our next two games that we have are our Monday night games. We have two games for Monday night scheduled for Monday night football. Game two because we're inverting it. Game two is going to be Tennessee at Denver. Yeah. Um, I got Tennessee winning that game. That Tennessee, um, yeah, I picked Denver only because they're at home and it's so hard to play yeah. in that stadium. Right? I, I, the first thought would have been Denver, but with no Von Miller and the addition of uh, no Von Miller for Denver and the addition of the um, Jadavian Clowney to Tennessee, I have to give Tennessee the nod on oh, that. Those, one. Are, those are good points. Those are good points. Uh, let's see. Ross has the Ross has Tennessee. Yeah, for that one, and Lena has my daughter's with me. Watch. Denver. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> There's something about that. You know, like I said, that, that is awfully hard to play up there. Yeah. That's all. And mile high. Yes. And in the last game for week one, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the New York football giants in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Oh, that's great. Uh, obviously, this is uh, across the board. I'm pretty sure you're picking the Giants, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, across the board, we're all picking the Giants in this one. But uh, we you want me to give you my reasons why. Go ahead. Go for your reasons why. Because I like the Giants. <laughs> I'm I, for me, my, re- my biggest reason why is um, I think coming off of an injury, no matter how much in shape they say you are, Ben Roethlisberger is now considered an old quarterback in because this league. He is an old quarterback. He, he has been around since 2004. Manning. They, all his contemporaries are gone. No, Philip Rivers is still there. 
Yeah, that's right. Rivers was another team now, but yeah, he's been around since 2004. So yeah. that makes you, my friend, an old man quarterback. And the, the truth of the matter is, I thought Eli Manning could have played. Could have played also. There's a I agree, but you want to go on. Yeah, no, you want to go on his own terms. He wasn't playing for anybody else. I.e. Frank Sinatra. I did it my way. No, and he wasn't. He said he wasn't going to play for anybody else. And in his words, being a backup sucks. <laughs> yeah, 100. <laughs> percent All right, guys. So um, right now, we're actually physically the game is actually on right now. Kansas City's already up six nothing. We're not going to review the Giants. Uh, we. Did review the Giants for the most part, no? You got, I mean, if you more than willing to f- go ahead and give me more on the Giants if that's what you feel like doing, sir. Um, I'm going to tell you the truth. I, I think <clears throat> Joe Judge is going to have the Giants f- on opening night where the Giants haven't been since Tom Coughlin <clears throat> ready to play. They're going to be razors. They're going to be fanatics. He reminds me of General Patton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, not to mention, obviously, the skills, okay? The skill positions. It's Evan Ingram's time to put up or shut up, for real. Um, not only that, this is last year's contract, right? Yes. So if he wants that that bag, you know, the proverbial bag, that's what everybody talks about now for you. Uh, for Get some, the bag. Some of our older um, <laughs> constituents. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you don't understand the bag. That's the modern terminology for the pot of gold or, you know, getting paid. So uh, he wants his bag. So I think he's going to show up and whatever little injuries were holding him down in the past are going to he's going to play through. And I expect him to have a great year. I expect Saquon Barkley to have a great bounce back year. Uh, the offensive line, I think, is better than we're giving them credit for. Um, and I think Daniel Jones, you know, there's always that sophomore jinx. But um, uh, I think he's a uh, the the kid. Um, he just in a way he's a lot like Eli. It seems like he's unflappable. Nothing really seems to bother him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And not only that, he showed us the Eli gene a couple of times last year when he led final minute last quarter drives, and that he's pretty awesome in that two minute drill. But anyway, enough being a homer. And I'm just not so sure that Pittsburgh is what they were in years past. But the Giants need that they have to get off on a good foot. And I think the Joe Judge era starts with the Giants winning. Thank you. I really do hope so. Um, so that's uh, that's what we have for today. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up right now. Um, I just do want to say really quick, since we, we, we're on the topic, uh, what I've seen today coming from the opening Football Night in America and what we've seen leading to the game actually starting is has been truly amazing to me. With the one soft spot, the one not soft spot, the one downside being listening to actual fans in the stadium because there's fans in the stadium in Kansas City right now, actually hearing people booing while they had their moment of silence, listening to boos current coming during their moment of silence. Um, you know, we're trying to make a change in America, and and, and people that pay for a ticket to get into a stadium to watch a game. And then they, you know, during a moment of silence, a moment like the tremendous moment that it was for you to actually go ahead and boo that. I, I, there's really no words for that. Like, what does what's that show about your character? Listen, um, it was to say the least. It was it's it's horrifying, but it, it's in you know it's it it, it inca- repulsive. It, it encapsulates the problem. These people in that stadium are the privileged few. Think about this, okay? 
You got into a stadium where nobody else could get into. Think about that stadium would have been there would have been sold out. Obviously, there would have been 70,000 people, and it would have been to capacity. Yeah. And all those other season tickets holders were home, and you came out to boo. Listen, if you don't feel what was going on, let first of all let's just really quickly what we were upset about was the the, uh, the start of the game. They got together. One team decided that they were just going to stay inside the locker room because they didn't want to be part of the the uh, the, the argument on either side. Um, and then the Kansas, which is respectable. Chiefs, thank you, the Kansas City Chiefs. Some of them locked arms. Some of them uh, saluted the flag with their heads down. So, uh, one took a knee. One took a knee. Yes. Okay. Um, again, in today's times. I've been watching sports for 50 years, half a century, and I was telling my son, I, I was, it, it brought me to tears. I, to see this, I never thought, I, I have to tell him, this is a moment in time that 20, 30 years from down the line, you're going to be telling my great-grandsons, your grandsons, what you witnessed today, what we're witnessing now. The better people in America, our better angels are starting to come through. There's just a, a handful of idiots. And if you think about it, you don't care about us. You don't care anything about our, our, our treatment or what's going on in our lives, what's important to us. But you're going to come to the game to watch us perform. Okay? Your entertainment. Thank you. You want us to entertain you, and that's it. That goes, that was, those are the shut up and play people right there. Again, I like what one of the players said. You want me to shut up and play? You step up and say something. Until you say something, I'm going to say something. You know, and we try not to be political here, but it's the times, ladies and gentlemen. We we have to address what we see because we're human beings. And I'm telling you, I thought that was outrageous. They're, all the players are having a moment of unity. They're locking arms and having a moment of silence. And there was a ridiculous few who decided that they were going to show their disapproval by booing. You booed a moment of silence? A moment of unity? There was nobody. There was no terrorist flags. There was nothing. You, you booed people locking arms in unity? Black, white, uh, all the races on the field, ethnicities. Brothers in arms. Brothers in arms. People locking that. But that's the problem. That's the problem. You want you are a divisive. Per- if you booed that, you're probably the same guy that kicks a cat when nobody's looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You booed a, a beautiful moment like that when people came together in peace and love. You, you got to be kidding me, man. You know what, man? Go climb back under the rock that you came out of, man. And, you know, I really wish, you know, if the NFL really, but then again, this is America, you know, we have free speech. But truly, where's Trump? Like when Trump said they should fire them on the spot for kneeling, I wish somebody would have went and tapped those idiots that were, that were booing on their shoulders. And dismissed them from the field. Uh, excuse me, because um, uh, I know there's, 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 uh, there's clauses in your ticket that if you don't behave in an appropriate manner, they can ask you to leave. Yeah. I really wish some of the ushers would have went and said, you know what? You can leave now. We don't want you here. We don't want your kind here. You know, one thing. A moment of unity, my folks. It was unity, peace, and love. Lance, they were holding on. They were holding hands. They were locked arm in arms. J.J. Watt right next to Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. All colors, all shapes and sizes. Love, their message was love, but their message was peace to everyone, the police, the people. The message was love, man. How do you boo that? How do you see? And that's the problem. You can't, there's some people that just don't have love in their heart, man. Um, but you came to watch them play, though. You came to watch them perform. 
one thing, you know, so this is like almost like my final sign off with this one would be. Yeah, because I'm done. Um, <laughs> I'm out of breath. One thing that we've no one thing that I've noticed is since we started doing podcast sports, you know, we've we've grown we've grown to have quite a little bit of a fan base, and with such with such you know with having the podcast and, and doing what we do, we have now been given a voice. You know what I mean? We have a platform, and sometimes sometimes we we think to you know hold back a little bit because, you know, we're thinking about what can be. We don't want to offend anybody. And it's truly not, we're not trying to offend anybody in this. But at the same time, um, you know, one of the big things that's, one of the big things in this movement that's been, that's been ushered quite a few times is at the end of the day, I'm a man. And I'm, I'm not going to hold my voice down and hold down what I'm, what, what's in my heart. Because I'm afraid to not have any kind of gain over something like this. And, and, you know, I think that our true fans, our true listeners, the people who really truly love and, love and care about us are going to continue to listen to us. Because what we provide to you guys, our fans, our listeners, is quality content. And we're not going to pull any, we're not going to pull any punches anymore. We're not going to hold back anymore. This is, this, these, this, we've been given this platform and we're going to. We're gonna we're gonna bring it to the light, and we're, these are things that we need to step up and speak about. Well, we're already on record. Remember when we had our roundtable? We we asked everybody, all our supporters, we love you, but the truth of the matter is, if if you know if if you if you're not feeling love in your heart, man, seriously, if you're one of them people that were booing that moment of unity, that I I can speak personally for myself, and I speak for my sons and my daughter on this show. We really rather you nothing that we say is going to help you, man. Yeah, you know, not, so you're not it's for okay. Us. It's okay. We don't need you. We really don't. In fact, I rather you not even listen to me, man. So, with that being said, it's all love, love, peace, and chicken grease. We Get out everybody. there. Do what you got to do. Enjoy week one of the NFL. Football is finally back. Okay. Wow, I cannot believe it. Thank Football is finally God. back. Some sanity. Um, we got coming up tomorrow. We have another episode coming up tomorrow. We got NBA playoffs to talk about. We'll recap this current game that's on right now. Uh, we, we look at the, we'll look at the weekend ahead and what's going on in the weekend ahead. Lena Ross back tomorrow? Uh, Lena and Ross are officially back tomorrow. Okay. We'll have them on. We'll do a little bit of who you're benching. We'll do a little bit of uh, the sports dish with Lena. Yeah. We're going to hit everything tomorrow. We're going to go full bore. And, um, yeah, you know, uh, like I like always, keep listening, guys. We're going to continue to provide you excellent content, the best that we possibly can come at you with. Um, okay. Love you guys all very much. Thank you guys for being listeners. Be sure to check us out at uh, poppinsonsports.com. Look us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. No more MySpace, uh, all that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Look us up, look us up. We're out there. You know, and we're, we're trying to we're, we're trying to be a more a more of a presence right now. Sports is back in droves. There's playoffs going on. There's season starting. Boxing is back. Playoffs, football, sports are back. Again, keep your social distancing. We are proving that yes, we can do this and we can survive. Have a wonderful sports day. Tell your mother. Tell your friends. And I'm out.